The Fatima message appears to be a complicated one to understand. If there are, are any questions I get the most about Fatima, it's about something contained in today's topic. How imminent is the chastisement? According to Sister Lucia, the chastisement was imminent in the late 1950s. Other Fatima experts often saw a twofold chastisement in the message. Either way, today I have Sister Lucia's final Fatima message from before 1960. It was given to Father Fuentes in 1957 and was made public in 1958. In the years that followed, the Church saw the Fatima message ignored by the Vatican in the year it was supposed to be made public. We saw the explosion of impurity in the 1960s, the embrace of a culture of death that wreaked havoc in the Western world, the Second Vatican Council, which was the cause of absolute chaos in the Church that led to the loss of vocations and began the steady loss of laity over the decades, along with tensions with Russia and all manner of evils that not only persist to this day, but have in some ways gotten worse. We must remember that the loss of souls is one of the worst things imaginable, and in that the worst thing imaginable would be a situation in the church where the leadership either was directly responsible for conditions that led to the loss of souls, or at the very least did nothing about it as it unfolded. So let's get into this message, and then understand that this message also offers a remedy for the state of the world today. And yes, the message isn't only relevant to the 1950s, for the message warns of not one, but seemingly two chastisements. It is clear that the world has forgotten and ignored Fatima. Sister Lucia says in 1957, quote, Father, the Blessed Virgin is very sad, because no one paid attention to her message, neither the good nor the bad. The good, because they continue on the road of goodness, but without paying mind to this message. The bad, because of their sins, do not see God's chastisement already falling on them presently. They also continue on their path of badness, ignoring the message. But Father, you must believe me that God is going to punish the world and chastise it in a tremendous way. The chastisement from heaven is imminent. The year 1960 is on us, and then what will happen? It will be very sad for everyone and far from a happy thing the world does not pray and do penance before then. I cannot give more details because it is still a secret, but the will of the Blessed Virgin. Only the Holy Father and the Bishop of Fatima can know the secret. Both have chosen, however, not to open it in order not to be influenced by it. This is the third part of the message of Our Lady, which still remains secret until 1960. Tell them, Father, that the Blessed Virgin said repeatedly, to my cousins Francisco and Jacinta, as well as to me, that many nations would disappear from the face of the earth, that Russia would be the instrument of, our, of chastisement from heaven for the whole world if the conversion of that poor nation is not obtained beforehand. End quote. The conversion of Russia does not mean a retur return to its schismatic faith, but an end to the schism and the faithful united globally under the external sign of faith and unity, the Roman pontiff. Sister Lucia said that we are to do penance, penance for the sins of the world and the impurity and the faithlessness that was already rampant in that time. Remember that how many souls go to hell because of sins of the flesh. It's part of the message of Fatima. If Russia is important to this message, remember that Russia had been actively spreading atheistic communism around the world through subversive efforts to destroy the faith of peoples everywhere. By this time, their agents had spread liberation theology in South America. The maniacs of the Frankfurt School had done their evil work, 
as seen in Hollywood, higher education, and by now rather obviously, in every institution in the Western world, including the business world and the church. Quoting Sister Lucia, quote, Father, the devil is fighting a decisive battle against the virgin, and as you know, what most offends God and what will gain him the greatest number of souls in the shortest time is to gain the souls consecrated to God. For this also leaves unprotected the field of the laity, and the devil can more easily seize them. Also, Father, tell them that my cousins Francisco and Jacinta made sacrifices, because they always saw the Blessed Virgin was very sad in all her apparitions. She never smiled at us. This anguish that we saw in her, caused by offenses to God and the chastisements that threatened sinners, penetrated our souls. And being children, we did not know what measures to devise except to pray and make sacrifices. End quote. We are to do penance. We are to amend our lives. We are to live the Fatima message. But not only that, and this is pertinent to our situation today, we are not to wait for the bishops to tell us what to do. Yes, it would be nice if men like Bishop Barron would lead, like he was asked to. But we should not wait for them to act. We must tell the world to do penance. We must tell the world that the only remedy is to repent and embrace the faith, to come to Christ. Remember her vision of hell. She showed little children that vision. Of this she said, quote, For this reason, Father, it is my mission not just to tell about the material punishments that will certainly come over the earth if the world does not pray and do penance. No, my mission is to tell everyone the imminent danger we are in of losing our souls for all eternity if we remain fixed in sin. Father, we should not wait for a call to the world from Rome on the part of the Holy Father to do penance. Nor should we wait for a call for penance to come from the bishops in our dioceses, nor from our religious congregations. No, our Lord has often used these means, and the world has not paid heed. So now each one of us must begin to reform himself spiritually. Each one has to save not only his own soul, but also all the souls that God has placed on his pathway. End quote. Famously, Sister Lucia said that there are two last remedies to save the world from this disaster. Obviously, the Holy Father is to explicitly consecrate Russia. Russia, not the world, to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And that has never happened, despite Vatican propaganda saying otherwise. But the two last remedies to save the world are different, and frankly, they are on us as laity. Quote, Father, the Blessed Virgin did not tell me that we are in the last times of the world, but I understood this for three reasons. The first is that because she told me that the devil is engaging in a battle with the Virgin, a decisive battle. It is a final battle where one party will be victorious and the other will suffer defeat. So, from now on, we are either with God or we were with the devil. There is no middle ground. The second reason is because she told me, as well as my cousins, that God is giving two last remedies to the world, the Holy Rosary and devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And being the last remedies, that is to say, they are the final ones, means that there will be no others. And the third, because in the plans of the divine providence, when God is going to chastise the world, he always first exhausts all other remedies. When he sees that the world, no, the world pays no attention whatsoever, then as we say in our imperfect way of talking, with a certain fear, he presents us the last means of salvation, his blessed mother. If we despise and reject this last means, heaven will no longer pardon us, because we will have committed a sin that the gospel calls a sin against the Holy Spirit. 
This sin consists in openly rejecting, with full knowledge and will, the salvation that is put in our hands. Also, our Lord is a very good Son. He will not permit that we offend and despise His Blessed Mother. We have, as obvious testimony, the history of different centuries where our Lord has shown us with terrible examples how He has always defended the honor of His Blessed Mother. Prayer and sacrifice are the two means to save the world. As for the Holy Rosary, Father, in these last times in which we are living, the Blessed Virgin has given a new efficacy to the praying of the Holy Rosary. This is in such a way there is no problem that cannot be resolved by praying the Rosary, no matter how difficult it is, be it temporal or above all spiritual, in the spiritual life of each of us or the lives of our families, be they our families in the world or religious communities, or even in the lives of peoples and nations. I repeat, there is no problem, as difficult as it may be, that we cannot resolve at this time by praying the Holy Rosary. The Holy Rosary we will save ourselves, sanctify ourselves, console our Lord, and obtain the salvation of many souls. Then there is devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, our Most Holy Mother, holding her as the seat of mercy, goodness, and pardon, and the sure door to enter heaven. This is the first part of the message referring to Our Lady of Fatima. The second part, which is briefer but no less important, refers to the Holy Father. End quote. The hardest thing for us to hear is that we, the Lady, cannot rely on the bishops for this, that we must act, that we must change our lives ourselves. Ironically, this is what the likes of Bishop Barron and others have said about our latest social crisis, that the vaunted council said that the secular realm was for the laity. The error they make is that there is no secular realm and church realm, not in these matters. We are clearly engaged in a cataclysmic spiritual battle. The Agents of Chaos, on their own website for the main organization leading the way, says that they want to abolish the family, and they've said openly that they're coming for our churches and cathedrals. This is a real battle. We were warned that the final battle would be over marriage and the family. So take the Fatima message seriously. Live it as well as you can, and use those remedies. The first five Saturdays devotion is critical and was explicitly asked for at Fatima. And of course, it's all part of the larger devotion to the Immaculate Heart. Finally, before we end, there's a historical note that's important to this message. In 1943, the Bishop of Fatima, José Correa de Silva, authorized Sister Lucia to write down the third secret during her bout with pleurisy, which threatened her life. On June 17, 1944, this document was officially placed in his hands. When Sister Lucia gave the letter to Bishop de Silva, she told him that she could read it, but he refused. This was the third secret. Instead, he ordered the sealed document to be kept in the safe of the Episcopal Curia. Pope Pius XII also chose not to read the message and left it in the care of Bishop de Silva until 1957, when the sealed envelope was sent to Rome at his request. Why Pius XII didn't read this message is something we'll never understand. If he read it, it was clear that it was too late even for him. By 1957, he was surrounded by modernists and was too frail to do anything to stop them. Perhaps if he'd called for the consecration of Russia, the bishops would have ignored him. By 1957, he was clearly near the end of his life, and the search for the next pope was already imminent and probably going underway even then. The enemies of the church had already been making their preparations, as most of the good documentation on the life of Pius XII made clear. Perhaps if Pius XII had read the message in 1944, at the height of the war, he could have gotten the bishops of the world to do the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart as asked. Perhaps not. We'll never know, but our job is clear. 
we must live the Fatima message. Only when we live the Fatima message will the triumph of the Immaculate Heart happen. Until then, well, buckle up, I guess. Let me know your thoughts on this in the comments. Thanks for listening, and thanks for your support of this channel. It is truly appreciated. Please pray for the Church, and take this warning seriously. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.